Hoagie's Garage told, hey, this is going to be, you know, we got we got to get these PA guys on. PA is probably as much about sprint car racing as there is, Tobe. Yep. You know? That's one of the, well, the other night we were watching out there, there was two races going on in PA, not that far apart from each other, and there was 50-plus cars at both tracks, I think, or something. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, the, the car count is incredible. Yep. The fans... I mean, I don't know. Fanatics, remember. almost, you could call them. They're huge fans. Yeah, and you know, it's the PA posse versus everybody else yep, that comes yep, in, you yep. know. You so, always hear about it when you watch it. Yeah, so we're lucky enough to have on Billy Dietrich. Yep. Um, Billy has kind of a, quite the story about uh, his eye a little bit. Yeah, you were telling me just a little bit about it. It'd be interesting to see what he all is willing to tell us, we should say, I don't, if yeah. he wants to talk about it or not. But Yeah, so... Uh, that and he had a good win, I think, before that happened. And yeah, you yeah. know, I just really looking forward to it. Well, we try to cover the country if best we can. Hey, that's the only way we're going to get our name out there. Yep. So, and you know, I've talked to Billy a little bit now, and um, boy, great guy. I mean, I, I don't know how you don't like the guy. So yeah, well, I'll and, find out because I'll get a medium now. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're going to have Billy Dietrich on. All right, here we are at Hoagie's Garage. Tonight we got Bill Dietrich. How you doing, Bill? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for being on. Um, give us a little bit about yourself, Bill. You married or family or what do you got? Well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm married. I'm 41. Uh, me and my wife, Heather, we were married for a couple years now, almost two years. And, uh, yeah, we... Uh, we we together don't have any children, but we together have six kids. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I follow sense. that. And uh, yeah, so we're you know we're out of Pennsylvania, Asper's PA, which on the map we're just north of Gettysburg. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, our only child would be our four-legged child. And that's uh, Honey Crisp, our, our bulldog, English bulldog. Oh, okay. <laughs> that works. Got to have something. Yeah, that's right. I got I got a nephew that has one of those, and um, when it's hot out, he uh, lays actually right on the air conditioning vent to cool <laughs> yeah, himself well, off. <laughs> yeah, she'll do the same thing. She'll sit her butt right on the air conditioning vent on the floor. Yeah. Hey, I mean, man. actually, it doesn't look that bad if you think about it. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> They're the ones that are smart. We're the dumb ones. You're right. <laughs> uh, so, so how did you get started into racing, and how old were you? Well, uh, to give you a little rundown, my dad, Dan, raced for a number of years. And when I started racing back then, you had to be, you had to be 16 to race. Yep. All the local tracks here. That's, of course, you know, since changed dramatically the last however many years, which is kind of crazy. But So I turned 16 uh, in July of 97 and went to Lincoln Speedway that Saturday night. You know, our, my first race was actually in a 410 sprint car. I had never raced anything in my life. I always worked with my dad's car. And, you know, I totally was not you know, anywhere near ready for anything like that way, you know, way in over my head for sure. But that's what we had at the time. So that's what, what we did. And, and he was still racing. 
and um, he actually had raced for a living for a number of years, just locally here, running all our, all of all our local tracks. And uh, you know, back then you could run roughly, I'd say between eighty-five and a hundred and five races a year, within probably you know a three or four hour radius of, of right here where we're located. And um, then you know he he kind of he scaled back. He got he had an injury. So he didn't race as much, and then that's when I started racing. And, uh, yeah, you know, we just raced for a couple years there with the 410 class. And then, like I said, I was way, you know, way in over my head with that. And then we eventually we, we moved to the, our, our version of a 360 NPA, which they call a 358. Yep. Uh, basically, it's the same as a 360, but it's got steel heads. And uh, it was easier to drive, too, less horsepower. And then... Uh, we did that for several years, and and then we just um, you know, won some races and won some track championships, and, and then my brother Danny started racing as well, um, and eventually my dad quit. I think he probably quit around 06, 07 in that range, and then uh, you know we ended up going back for ten racing, and uh, here we are today. You you might be the first one we've ever had. I think that started in a four ten. Yeah, it's kind of an ass backwards. I, um, I could have that wrong because I can't remember squat, but most of them, you know, some will start out in the 305 or 360. The vast majority are go-karts and something else, but you might, I think you could be the first 410 starting out. Jumping yeah, well, in with my, both feet, let's say. Pretty much. My dad my dad raced go-karts, and then, you know, he moved from the go-karts to, to the sprint cars, and his big thing was, he always said, well, you know, you 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 gather bad habits along the way. I guess maybe that's true. I always thought he just didn't want to take the time away from his racing because he was <laughs> racing so much, which was, which is, you know, understandable too. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, 410 was, was like I said, I knew I didn't even have my driver's license, but, uh, we didn't have at that point in time, three Oh five really weren't a thing here. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of went from a micro to a sprint car. Yeah, so. and if, if you know if that's what the family has, why not just start with that instead of buying something completely different? Yep. So, so around here we have you know within twenty minutes we have Rapid Speedway, we have Husets, and then a little bit further away we have I ninety and we have Jackson Motorplex. But everybody, you know, when we watch, we have three TVs up and we watch races in PA all the time. Um, and it just looks like it is absolutely packed everywhere in PA. Why? Why is racing racing so important for everybody in PA the way it seems? Um, good question. You know, it's always been that way you know, for, for as long as I can remember. Uh, as far as the amount of tracks we have here, and then you know, you got the, then you got the racers themselves, and then of course the fan base. Um, I don't know why it you know, going way back in time, why it was such a, there's so many racetracks, you know, we've, we've lost a few over the last, you know, several years, but, you know, we're, we're very, very fortunate to be where we are. I know, you know I, I got some friends that live out that way and, you know, it's, we kind of, we kind of say, Oh, you know, we're going to, we're going here this weekend. It's two hours away, you know, and, Hell, some people are like, well, our normal deal is 600 miles one way or something. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, 
we're, we're very lucky to have all these racetracks here. And I guess what goes hand in hand with that would be, which is also coming a little bit of a problem is, you know, we got all the, there's enough people here, you know, there's, there's uh, the population has, has grown a lot and there's a lot of people here and a lot of people like racing. So, you know, that, that supports it too, you know, the, the crowds and, and then the racers, you know, so many cars and a lot of divisions too here. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah the population is quite a bit higher out there. That's for sure. From where we're at. Yeah. I mean, we so got that, two falls at what? 250,000. I think it's just 200, but 200. Well, then we got Lester at 200. Yeah. Lester, we're, we're, we're really big in the population. We have like 250 people in town here. So <laughs> a couple stop signs and it's up to Tobe to get those put back up when somebody runs them over. Somebody's got to do it. We, we would say it's a one horse town where the horse died. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. We get a population explosion. Like I say, if there's a birthday party or a family reunion. Um, yeah. Now, if if I researched right, I'm not guaranteeing this, but I think I saw that you had a win in August at like what Clinton County Speedway or something. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Yep, we. Uh, um, if they have a so so Clinton County Speedway, it, it's uh, they, it's a Friday night track. They typically run, I think they run 305s and late models, and they got kind of off the beaten path of. What I would call Central PA, you know, the Williams Grove, the Lincoln, the Port, yep. Sealings Grove, you know, they're all kind of, you know, close. And then Clinton County was probably an hour above Sealings Grove, about two and a half hours from our shop. But once a year, they they started having a 410 race the same weekend as Knoxville. And Port Royal is dark that, dark that weekend. They don't race. So, you know, we typically go to Lincoln every Saturday night, but uh, we don't race for points. It's just, you know, we kind of get burned out as silly as that sounds going to the same track all the time, even though it's, you know, it's so convenient, but you know, we get kind of get tired of going to Lincoln. So when we have the opportunity to go somewhere else like Clinton County, we go and it, it was a good paying race. It was, uh, uh, they call it the Phil Walter classic, which I'm friends with Phil. He used to race and actually drove a car for my dad back in the nineties. And, you know, he won some races there. So it was a, it's a big race, you know, and, uh, yeah, we were lucky enough to put the whole night together. We timed, timed good and, and, uh, won the feature. So we got the, we got the trophy and the check. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> it, it was a big trophy, wasn't it? Hello? Oh, no. There? Oh, yep, there, there we back. are. We're back. <laughs> uh, you there? Yep. Well, was it was it a good sized trophy? Yeah, it's probably uh, it's probably almost five feet tall. I was gonna say I thought I saw your wife standing by it or something like that. So yeah, yeah, she took a picture of me right here in the living room. <laughs> <So, laughs> yeah, you bet, you bet. Hey, I think we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay. I'd like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. 
Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. And we're back with Billy Dietrich. Uh, so Billy, after getting that good win at Clinton County, um, you started having some eye issues. Can you just maybe elaborate on what you all went through? Yeah, for sure. We, uh, you know, it's, it, it's just weird the way things happen. Um, actually, we'll just uh, take it back a week, two weeks prior to the win at Clinton County. We were at Lincoln on a Saturday night, and this is unrelated to the eye issue, but had a piece of mud come through the right side of the car and hit me in my leg. And, you know, I thought maybe I broke my leg. And then we, you know, we got through that and we fast forward two weeks and we're at Clinton County and win the race. You know, I'm still kind of limping around and everything's, everything's good. And, you know, we, uh, me and my wife and some friends of ours went, went, we just went to the beach for a couple of days that following week. And then I noticed I was having a, a dark spot in my peripheral vision of my left eye. And uh, really, for no no rhyme or reason, I didn't, you know, it, didn't really think a whole lot of it, you know, because you know I get some floaters once in a while; they come and they go. And then, um, you know, we kind of fast forward to the following weekend. We were actually going to go to Lincoln and race that Saturday. I was in the shop, and I couldn't. Uh, boy, I was really struggling. I couldn't really uh, get much work done. My my head was hurting. My eye was bothering me. And then, you know, come to find out, then that I had a uh, partially detached retina and uh when i when i went to the uh doctors they sent me to the specialist right away and the specialist took, took a look at me because boy this is an emergency we got we got to do something right now and oh damn you know, yeah so you know went from thinking maybe you know i scratched my eye or something along m lines to you know your retina is actually in the process of falling down which you know, I still don't know how all that exactly works, but you know, they they you know they ended up putting me. Um, you know, they ended up putting gas um, in my eye. So if anybody's had this, will probably be familiar with this. But uh, the technology nowadays is pretty crazy. So right there in the office, they you know, they uh, <laughs> guy walks in a little gas bottle, a little regulator, and next thing I know, he's pushing putting gas in my eye, and that, that put the retina back in place. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of freaky. So <laughs> I guess that's why we got doctors. We don't try that stuff at home. Yeah, I, exactly right. That's why you, you go to the doctor and they, they bring their car to the mechanic and all, so on and so forth. But, yep. uh, you know, I just, I got lucky in, in a lot of ways. Uh, if the retina would have fell all the way down, you know, I wouldn't have had any vision at all in that eye. And it would have been a real mess trying to get it back in place. Uh, as it turns out, you know, the doctor you know, put the gas in my eye, which it worked. It pushes it right in the back where it belongs. And then, you know, we, had to, we did have to do an operation to uh, reattach it, the way, I guess, the way it needs to be attached. And uh, yeah, everything went good. You know, the doctor did a good job. And, you know, I'm, I'm back to where I was before all this happened. 
So I have to ask the question because I can't imagine having my eye operated on. Are you awake when they had the surgery and could you see what they were doing or? Yeah, so that's probably the worst part of this whole thing. I've had surgeries on lots of things. Um, But, you know, when, when I went to the doctor's office that first time and they put the initial gas in my eye, you know, he just thumbs your eye and, and somehow he does it. So when I went for that, the, the surgery, yeah, they, they actually do, hopefully, but nobody has a, you know, a soft stomach or queasy stomach, but you know, they, they, they put you out long enough to numb the back of your eyeball with a needle. Oh, and then, yeah. And then they bring you right back. Um, and the reason for that is so the doctor can talk to you and you can, you know, if you need to look to the left or to the right or, you know, I, you got to be able to control your eyes so they can get in there. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> so, you know, I've had both eyes, I've had cataracts removed in both of them. And they yep. tell me when they give me the drugs that you'll probably be awake in there, which is not a big deal. Just, you know, don't freak out about it. They gave me the drugs. Next thing I knew, I'm in the recovery room. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was perfect on my part. Yeah, it's kind of what I was hoping for, but uh, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, yours is more serious than what I had done. I, yeah. I can't imagine not being able to see. Yeah, so my eye, my left eye, which was the one that we had the problem with when I was a, when I was a, a kid. I don't remember exactly what age, but... Oh, uh, you know, the old Christmas story where, you know, Rafi's going to shoot his eye out with a BB gun. Well, you know, a BB gun incident. And I had uh, a BB gun injury in that eye. So <laughs> the reason why this was a problem was I have a fake lens in that eye. So where you have your normal lens, they can do the cataract surgery. You know, I have a fake lens in there so that, you know, they couldn't just laser. They had to work around the lens. So. Oh, okay. Made it a little more difficult, but yeah. damn, yeah. Well, at least it worked out good for you, and yeah, it worked out. So, so. it must be healed because I I thought I saw you went racing this weekend. Yeah, I was healed. I the doctor uh, told my wife this ten day recovery from the time of the operation, and uh, it wasn't that far off. So then I just you know I, I did mention to him you know that I race, but I didn't really feel like he. He, he grasped what I did, so, <laughs> so then I, I I reached out to him last week ago, week ago Monday, two Mondays ago, and, and I said, hey, you know, I'm, you know, the gas is gone in my eye, my vision is back to where it normally was. You know, can I race? And uh, he's, yeah, yeah, you're good. Do do whatever you want to do. So we went racing last weekend. And wow. Yeah, no no problems. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that, yeah, that's I'm happy to hear that. So, um. You have a YouTube channel. What's this all about? Yeah, so I'm a YouTube junkie, and I watch a lot of YouTube. And uh, last summer, my my wife she'd be sitting here, and I'd be watching, and you know these guys talk about racing, and she'd be like, "Well, you should talk about racing on YouTube." And so I'm like, "Yeah, okay." So it's kind of her idea, and she's the she's the brains of the operation, but. You know, we have our if you YouTube search Billy Dietrich, you know, it pops up there. And you know, we do our racing, behind-the-scenes racing um, throughout the night. It's kind of different than some of, some of the other channels, you know, with the crews involved. 
and we got some characters on the crew <laughs> and then you know we do talk about the racing of course and we got a gopro but um and we also do some stuff in the shop you know, we got some tutorial videos and we'll, you know we're, we're going to get into more more of that this off season we're kind of geared up a little better than we were when we started but uh it's, it's going good a lot of people are uh, reaching out a lot of people watch the videos so if you're into youtube go to Billy eat your calling there and uh Check it out. Like, subscribe. Yes, I guess I know what I can <laughs> do tomorrow. What you say. <laughs> I guess I know what I can do tomorrow at dinner time now. There you go. There you go. Check, check out Billy Dietrich. You bet. Um, yep. Just some other quick questions here maybe before we uh, take one more break. But uh, does the number on your car mean anything, Billy? Does it have any special meanings? Yeah, so the number eight was my dad's number. So when he started racing, he was number eight. And, um, yeah, I don't, I just, we've just always kept that number. It was, he was eight D for a while. And then when he became the, you know, the only eight car, there, he dropped a D and he was eight. And then, uh, you know, I just, I've just carried on the, the family, family tradition. tradition. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Um, who, who do y'all got helping you in the pits on a race night? Them boys, they need to be mentioned. They're busy with helping. Yeah, yeah, we got a good group of guys. Um, Corey, my buddy Corey's been with me for, oh, he's been with me for a long time, uh, 20, probably 20 plus years. And then um, we got, we'll call him Nasty Nate. <laughs> he's also a sponsor. But if you follow, if you get into the YouTube channel, you'll, you'll get real familiar with Nate. He's quite the character. He's on there. And uh, Chris Adams, he's new to us. Um, he actually was moved. You know, he was back. He was originally from New Jersey. Then he moved to Boise, Idaho, and then he just moved back here uh, about a year ago. And he just turned out with this spring. So there are my three guys, and then uh, of course my wife's here at the track with us every week. And um, yeah, we got a couple other floaters that come in and out. We need a hand, uh, Dwight Lepo and some other guys, but uh, Chris Frank. So that, that's the crew. That's the old, uh, I would call it the old brew crew. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> um, and maybe just a quick shout out to your sponsors. Yeah, all the sponsors on the car. Um, RJ's Bargain Outlet, uh, Stellbecker Electric, B&G Renovation, uh, Kendall Oil, Maxim Chassis, Racers Doing Used Parts Warehouse, which is our our business, we, we uh, sell sprint cars and sprint car parts. And then uh, drop a vink tattoo, uh, Rack Daddy's, uh, Nasty Nate Racing, Warwick's Fine Finishing, uh, Star Mechanical, and, uh, yeah, all the sponsors. I really appreciate them. And then uh, our family pastime, uh, they're on there too. So, yeah, shout out to all the sponsors. We appreciate everybody. Yeah, got to have them. Um, yep. We're going to take a short break, Billy, and then we'll be back with those rapid-fire questions for you. Sounds good. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind. Since 1979, call Trim at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. We're back at Hoagie's Garage. Hey, Billy, just some rapid-fire questions here for you. If nothing comes to your mind, just say pass. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? 
Peanut butter ripple. There you go. Are I'm you a, a cat? For peanut butter. <laughs> Are you a cat or dog person? Obviously, your dog. Dog. Yep. Dog yep. for sure. Got the bulldog. Um, yep. You have any hobbies outside of racing? Yeah, for sure. Um, I love hunting, which is coming up pretty soon, and uh, Pittsburgh Steelers football. So what are we hunting? I mean, turkey starting deer. or deer? Or? Deer, whitetail. Yep. Yep, archery season coming in next couple weeks. Yep, ain't too far off. I got a niece and a nephew that do that and a son-in-law. All right, yep. so since you're a Steelers fan, who should be quarterbacking? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I would have to say, after what we've watched the last couple weeks, because we got to sit Trubisky down and give other guy a shot. <laughs> there you go. He looked pretty good, hasn't he? At preseason, yeah. I know it's preseason, but God dang, he looked good. I can't even yeah. think of his name, but he's from. Um, yeah, Kenny Pickett. There you go. Absolutely. So. I mean, he can lose just the same as the other guy. Might as well give him the experience. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Right. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite movie, Billy? Oh, favorite movie. That's that's a tricky question, but the first, I do the first one that came to mind would be Tombstone. Say it one more time. Tombstone. 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 Ah, good old Western. I'm a John Wayne fan myself. I like all (laughs) them movies. Are you a snow or rain guy? Uh, uh, snow. All right. So this this question kind of came from a guy from PA. Uh, Chris Fizzle, I think is his name. I know Chris. Yeah. So (laughs) we met him down at Knoxville with the Falcons boys. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope he's listening now. Um, He's probably drinking an IPA. It tastes like pine trees or something. (laughs) Pine trees and asphalt. (laughs) I'd have to pass on that. I don't mind the smell of a pine tree air freshener in my car, but (laughs) don't need to drink it. Oh. Tommy boy there, I think you got a little bit too yeah, much. Yeah, got a little uh, too much of that pine tree air freshener <laughs> going there, kid. If if you're going to be stranded on an island, what album or CD, what type of music do you take along? Oh, Metallica, Black Album. All right. Um, you have a favorite place to go out to eat at? Favorite place to go out to eat? Oh, boy, good question. Um... That, well, yeah, we do. We, we but they're not chain restaurants. We, we're close to Gettysburg, so a couple couple local bars we like to go to and frequent. Yeah. yeah, whatever works for you. Sometimes them are the best places to go. Go on a little I'll trip, stop it. at the mom and pop joints. Yeah, yeah last week Troy Schurz told us Safar Bar and Grill and Renner, and we've we're only thirty five miles yep. from there. We've never heard of it, and. We're going to go give it a try some night. Yeah, since then, I've asked a bunch of people, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a heck of a place. So, Hell, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, let's see. Where we're, okay, you have a favorite holiday? Uh, favorite holiday, Christmas. What app on your phone do you use the most? Mm, probably, uh, probably Facebook. I mean, Toss up between Facebook and, like, my... My my uh, cell cam app. No, yeah, yeah, you got to keep an eye on that to find out where, <laughs> yeah. what, what the time schedule is for the big boy. See when those white guys are walking by. Yep. Uh, how many speeding tickets do you have, Billy? 
Uh, speeding tickets, not too many. I'm going to say maybe three. Oh, okay. that's not that's bad. A, that's at a all. good number. We've had some really high ones. Lance DeWeese, we had him on really early in our podcast, and he had a ton. Yeah, I'm going to say three. Free for Earnhardt. How's that? There you That'll go. work. That's perfect. Um, and along <laughs> with the speeding tickets, um, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Uh, about 65. <laughs> <laughs> Was there a one in front of that or just 65? Uh, I don't think it's a good question. When it comes to driving on the highway, I'm the opposite of racing in the car. Mm, that my works. Wife, my wife is the opposite of that. She's doing... 95, and I'm doing the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in a hurry, you let her drive, right? Oh, scary, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your favorite drink? What's your favorite uh, thing to drink? Well, I like a local a Pennsylvania beer. It's called IC Light. Okay. Iron Iron City beer. It's like it's from Pittsburgh. Yep. And uh, down I I typically come home at night, drink an icy light, and eat dinner. There you go. Yeah. So if money was not an option, object, what car or pickup or what vehicle would you really want to have? Well, if money was not an option, what would I want to buy for a vehicle? Boy, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Maybe like... Uh, yeah, I never really thought about that a whole lot. I mean, I do always like the the look of like a Corvette, like a fast car. Yeah. Not a Mustang, because I feel like there's Mustangs everywhere. But like like a fast car, of course. Yeah. Well, <laughs> imagine that a racer wants something right. fast. A fast car yeah. that he can putz around. Yep. With. That you can go get groceries in. That's that's about right. Get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's always good. Ice cream's always good. Oh. Yeah. Well, Billy, we, we took up a lot of your time here tonight, and we really appreciate it. Um, is there anything we didn't cover or anything else you want to say? I think you pretty much covered everything with me. Um, yeah, I mean, so a question for you guys, like, what's your favorite beer? What are you guys drinking out there? Well, well there's a the problem. <laughs> you're, you're talking to two guys that don't drink beer. Oh well, that's easy then. Yeah. I thought, I'm, I I'm, 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 I'm Pepsi. Out there or I'm Pepsi, and he's into Diet Coke. Okay. But when the rest out. of them show up here, we got a variety. We got one guy drinks Miller Light, one guy drinks Keystone, yeah. one drinks Bush Light. My brother drinks Keystone. I still don't get that, but yeah, I don't know. So it's a variety pack for everybody that sits in the garage. My that's wife good. will have an occasional Ultra. So we yep. got to keep the fridge fairly well stocked. <laughs> yep. I hear you. That's how it is here, too. The women like the seltzers back here. You yep. bet. You bet. So. All right. Well, thanks thanks a lot, Billy, and I uh, wish you the best this year. What Do you have some more races going on, or are you about done? Yeah, it's really winding down here. We got uh, There's some big races in the next few weeks here, but we won't be the attending any of them because we don't run the Grove and some of these other bigger tracks. But I think there's a race left at Lincoln and then two races at Babs and then uh, that might be it. I mean, yeah, we're almost in October. It's about time to shut her down. Yeah, yeah. The, the season's coming to an end, but 
You guys yeah. always start way sooner than we do around here, so that's that's always good. We can watch you guys on <laughs> on uh, Dirt Vision or Flow. So yeah, yeah, we want to always try and start the race in the winter time. Yep, <laughs> you bet. Well, it's usually winter time here when you guys are starting. So yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Billy. We really, really appreciate it. Yep. Thanks for having me on. I enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you soon. Yep. You best bet. luck. See Take ya. care. Bye bye. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Co-op Energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. Tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com. Dot com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86, and in Milford, Bogie Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. And we're back. Billy, what a good guy. Oh, you were right. Nice guy. Can you can you imagine that with your eye? No. I'm sorry. I, no. I, I just kind of, that makes me quinge and uh, home alone. When the guy is going to step on that nail. Oh, and you see it coming. You know, we've both stepped on nails. I'm pretty sure of that, Tom, yep, with yep. everything that we've done. Yep. And. Just that on my foot, I, I don't even watch that part. I honestly don't because I like I just start quinging. And oh but oh. I think worse would be a needle oh. going in my eye. Yeah, and then so. he said then he said, Oh, he's awake. Yeah. And I, I told you know, like I said, I had my cataracts removed, but I was in La La Land. I don't remember any of it, so that was perfect for me. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. But, um you know, and I just think he's very well liked. I think he knows a ton of people out there. No, you know everybody we were talking about that we're yeah, talking to out there. Yeah, so we we don't know very many, and <laughs> the two we knew, <laughs> he knew. So, uh, so yeah. So thanks again, Billy, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah, we hope to have more PA yep. guys on. Give um, his give his YouTube channel a check once. Yeah, I'm gonna do that tomorrow at dinner time. I got a half hour to sit there and eat a sandwich. So absolutely, give his YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and type in Billy Dietrich yep. and yeah, see what comes up. Yeah, could it sounds like it could be pretty got a fun. Couple interesting crew members maybe. <laughs> oh, so. so anyways, till next one. Whenever you get one lined up for me, bud, you let me know. Yep, next <laughs> week we'll talk to you later. Bye.